0: Hello and Namaskar. I welcome you to the Spiritual Circle Podcast that talks about spirituality, life, relationship and ways to make a greater society. This podcast is an effort of a non-profit group, The Circle, that has been involved in building a community of caring, helping and spiritual people since 2018. During these podcasts, we discuss to develop a greater understanding of life and various aspects that can help make progress in your personal, professional, and spiritual journey. Today's episode is part 3 in the series, Why Our Loved Ones Cause Unhappiness. And today, we are going to discuss the third factor or third category, which is taking for granted. This is a human tendency to take things for granted based on the information we have. It is a kind of accumulation that we have. And this accumulation starts to influence our expectations, our actions towards others. And if you are on the receiving end, you would see that you are subjected to some degree or other people taking you for granted. So let's get into it and discuss how taking for granted causes unhappiness. So the first factor we are going to talk about today is the human tendency of not acknowledging the freely available. Sadly, we have developed a society that runs after things that are difficult. We pay attention. We associate importance and value to things that are not easily available. Something for which you have to struggle, you have to work hard, you tend to have more value for that and in doing so we develop a tendency of not acknowledging something that is readily and freely available. So if you are a person who makes yourself available to others, if you are a person who does not have ego or arrogance who does not think twice before trying to help others who has who put your heart out in order to help others or be available for others and if you are available all the time at the first ask chances are that people may start taking you for granted you may say does that mean i should not be available Well, I have two answers for you. If you talk from a spiritual perspective, I would say it does not matter whether they take you for granted or not. How people perceive you to be or how much value they think you have or do not have does not matter. For universe, what matters is your action, your intentions, your honesty, your sincerity, your warmth, your feelings, while your true value may be hidden by the people based on some of the wrong accumulations that people may have. Universe is without such bias. Universe is always going to be rewarding you based on your true intentions and your actions. So if you look from universal spiritual perspective, I would say you don't have to change anything. But if you look from a practical perspective, the tendency our society has developed. The tendency our human race has developed. While you may not want to stop yourself from helping others at the first go, you may want to convey or make them aware of what is happening. Many a times we feel so entitled that we do not see the help of others. We consider everything to be ours. We consider everything to be our possession, a result of our actions. While it may very well be a result of people's contributions that may we may overlook, So in practical world, while you may want to help others, you may want to have conversation with them in order to make them understand your contributions. And I'm not talking about contribution towards the larger society when you help out a poor, you help out a needy one. I'm talking specifically when it comes to people around you, people who are causing unhappiness in your life. Because chances are they are not seeing your true value. Because you are always available. Because you are countable. You are dependent. You are the first one they call when they have any problem. And this tendency, based on these repeated interactions of you being available for help, you being the go-to person when there is a problem, you being the natural selection when there is a problem, is over period of time is going to contribute into people not trying to or not acknowledging your true value if you are always available. And that is a tendency we all display in one form or another. Again, by no means I am saying that don't be helpful. I am not saying don't be you or don't be available. But I would encourage you to have conversations. Make the people aware what you do if they are not able to see. And that is only for people who do not see you, who do not see your value. You will definitely find people who see you, see your value. But are we going to discuss about them today? Are, are they the ones causing unhappiness? No. The people who see your value Who acknowledge what you bring, who acknowledge the good in you, are not causing unhappiness. So in order to stick to the topic for the discussion, we are only going to focus on the people who do not acknowledge. And that is because of the tendency we all humans have of not seeing the true value of something that is easily available. You may at times have to do that deliberately. Like if I give you example of raising kids or making someone realize something, we may have to become unavailable at times in order for them to learn. There are different strategies for making people to learn. Some people learn the lesson easy way. Some people learn the lesson wrong way or the hard way. And if you are subjected to Getting unhappiness from people around you, chances are that in some form or another, you have people who are not valuing you for what you are, for what you bring. How many of us have value for the oxygen or the air that we breathe, the most important ingredient for us to survive? We have value for our possessions for our jobs, for our families, for the things that we bought, the things that we have, the things that we called ours. But the very thing that makes us survive or have these experiences, we hardly have any value for that unless we start to struggle for it. So you may have people around you who are not valuing you for who you are and that is what is causing unhappiness. So you may want to be aware of that. And I would encourage you to have a fresh look at people around you and see if you find people who do not value you for what you bring. We may also discuss the value being a subjective term, again based on perspective. But it is something that can be only clarified by having discussion, a dialogue, a conversation. Whether it will come out you to be having incorrect understanding, or the other person having incorrect understanding. In either way, the conflict of not having the right understanding will be resolved. Either your expectations of people not having true value of yours will be rectified, or their understanding or wrong understanding of what you bring will be rectified and they'll start to value you. But this is a tendency we want to be aware of. I would request you sincerely to pay attention to. Because many a times, the more comfortable we feel with something, we tend to lose value of it. Don't we display this behavior with the possessions that we have? The very same thing that brought us joy, ecstasy, the happiness out of this world when we first achieved or received it the very same thing start to mean nothing after a passage of time we move on from that understanding we evolve we grow on we grow up and we start to see things differently if i give you example of a toy that we had as a kid the very same toy that brought so much of joy to us when we were kid fails to bring that much joy to us now. Not that the toy has changed. Not that the value of the toy has changed. It is our perception that has changed. We have grown up. We have outgrown that toy. So it is a human tendency to evolve and move on. And something that is easily available that is in our closet for many, many years, we don't associate value with that. We associate value with a new piece of garment that we see in the showroom. Something that we have to pay money for. While we may have a car sitting in our garage, we'll associate a value to the new car, new model, with new technology, new bells and whistles. So I would request you to be mindful of this human tendency, because that is one of the big aspect of why people around us cause unhappiness. Moving on to the next factor, undertaking for granted is wrong understanding based on the heightened expectations. We act too quick. We react too quick. Patience is a virtue. We all are missing. Patience is an ingredient which is decreasing day by day. We tend to become restless, impatient and too eager to act because we are taught time is of essence. And we do not want to lose time. We do not want to waste time. And in doing so, we do not spend sufficient time developing the right understanding and when we do not develop the right understanding we base our expectations on that wrong understanding and we start to expect something that is not possible that may be little more than what is possible so if people around you have developed heightened expectation from you based on the wrong understanding They may think that you can do more even though you may be doing as much as you can. Even though you may be giving 100% of yours, they might still feel that you're not giving 100%, that you can give more. And they may question your sincerity, your commitment, your seriousness towards that matter. And that matter could be relationship, that matter... Could be a work or assignment, for that matter, could be how you see life as. We often put people under a burden of pressure, expecting too much, considering too much, asking for too much, and we may be influenced by other examples that we see around us. While we do not pay attention, while we do not develop patience to understand everything we jump to conclusion of asking for more from people around us and you may be subjected to the same thing where people around you asking for more when you are doing your best and when they ask for more it means they are not satisfied with what you bring and with what you bring with best of your efforts is not going to satisfy them It can only mean two things. One, that you can try to improve your best so that you can increase your output, increase your contribution. Or two, that the people around you do not have right understanding. And if they do not have right understanding, no matter what you do, no matter whether you improve yourself, no matter you continually improve, reinvent yourself, they are not going to be happy or satisfied for a long time. Maybe with your improved self, they may be happy for some time. But if they do not let go of this tendency, your new improved self will start to create same dissatisfaction as you see right now. So it is important for people to understand, even for you to understand, that people around you may have heightened expectation from you. They may be dissatisfied with what you bring. They may be dissatisfied with anything below what they were considering it to be. So if they are expecting 50, just giving one example. If they are expecting 50 and you bring 49 or 48, they might not be happy. If I have to translate that into real-world example, say if you are a kid or when you were a kid you, or you when you have a kid, right, or someone who's studying around you, while the kid or student may be expected to score A-plus in all the topics, if the kid scores B-plus, people around that kid may not be happy. Or let's look at it another way. If... You have five topics, five subjects that you appear in, that you appear in. And in four subjects, you get A+. But in fifth, you get B+. People are going to talk about the fifth subject, where you got B+. They will not look at what you achieved. They will ask you, how come you got B+, in the fifth subject? Even if you go to job interviews. Even if you go to universities, even while they consider your uh, accomplishment of getting A-plus in four different subjects or topics, they may still ask you why you could not get. Even your family members might start to question that. While this was a simple example of studies, exams, and grades, it is very much applicable to life in the situations and events that take place on day-to-day basis. Because every day we go through exam, we are scored on those exams. We are graded on those exams. And when we are graded below what people were expecting, that's when they start to question. No one looks at how much you studied. No one looks at how much efforts you put into. No one looks at how much of hard work you put into or what your intentions were. How committed you were, they question the outcome. And in the real world, when people only start to question the outcome, not the intentions, not the feelings, not the emotions, that's when we know it is a recipe for dissatisfaction, for a conflict, for unhappiness. While they will generate unhappiness in you, They will be unhappy from you. They may also contribute to giving that feeling where you may be not happy with yourself, even though you did such a good job. We cannot be perfect in everything. There may be many aspects in life, there will be rather many aspects in life where we will not be perfect. We will lack in something or other. In fact, I say, even the perfect is as imperfect As the imperfect is, and imperfect is as perfect as the perfect is. It is the perception that we have. While you should be happy with the effort that you put into, the emotions that you had, you start to become dissatisfied, unhappy, just because of heightened ask or a specific ask from people around you. So when it comes to life, when people have such asks from you, when they are not satisfied with you, with what you bring, that is bound to cause unhappiness in you. That is bound to cause unhappiness in them. And whether it is unhappiness in you or unhappiness in them, it is a point of contention, a conflict which will give rise to a bigger conflict someday. So it is really important for us to have that dialogue, that conversation. Where we focus on the right things. we focus on the process, not the outcome. We focus on the intentions. And if someone is focusing on the outcome, then correcting that understanding or that perspective so that we can appreciate the process, we can appreciate the true intentions behind our actions. We may say something, we may do something in the heat of moment, but if we are ready to admit, if we are ready to acknowledge, if we are ready to change, we should all be given second chances because we should realize no one is perfect. In fact, even perfect is not perfect. So that's the second aspect for why people around us cause unhappiness. The third aspect in this category is your own past actions. I'm not asking for you to open that Pandora's box or question everything, but I'm definitely asking you to look into some of your actions, some of those patterns in your behavior that may influence people around you to act in a certain way. Maybe in the past you have been naive, so they started to take advantage of you. Maybe in the past you have not been vocal and they kept hurting your feelings. Or maybe in the past you didn't mind because you didn't pay attention to such things. But when the threshold was crossed, you couldn't take it any longer. And now you started to mind. But they won't know when the threshold is crossed. Unless someone is so aware, so conscious about you, understands you like you do or maybe a little better than you do, they will not know when that threshold is crossed. And if they don't know when that threshold is crossed, they will keep doing the same thing. I just mentioned how impatient we all have become. Where is the time to focus on someone else? Forget about someone else, we don't even have time to focus on ourselves. We claim that we know uh, the entire universe, the entire world, about people around us, we don't even know ourselves. How are we to find out the threshold? While that is a subject for some other time. It is something that we should pay attention to and look into those patterns, those habits, those actions that we either did in the past or have been doing. And some of those actions start to influence people around and they tend to act or react based on those actions. So sometimes people around us may not be the direct contributor to the unhappiness Coming our way, we may be a starting point based on our actions and they acting based on what we do or we have been doing in the past. So I would request that you pay attention to what you do, see those patterns. If it means opening that Pandora's box, open that. At least you'll be able to find something that can help you and take you out from this situation of not being happy and not being happy with people around you. And if you are someone who's not currently impacted by this and listening to it just to understand, you have this proactive approach you can take so that you don't have to get into this or that situation. So that's the third factor that causes unhappiness in people around us or unhappiness by people around us. Continuing on the fourth factor, which is the continuation of the third factor, is your continued support to what is happening. If you don't raise your voice, if you don't let people know, they may not know. Again, it depends on the degree of their awareness. It depends on the degree of their understanding. And if they are not understanding, if they are not aware of your feelings, they may never know. Just because you don't say, they may think it is okay. So while you may show some patience in giving a chance to people around for them to understand you or your feelings, you always have to set a threshold, a boundary, after which you need to start be vocal. Because if you don't do that, you will see that we develop that tendency to not having courage to say. We develop that perspective of seeing some other things because of which we are okay to do what we do or stay silent we developed that tendency to do the trade off of saying it is okay because in return i'm getting that you may be getting something in the in the return of that but if that is not greater than this or if this is causing more unhappiness than that then it is not a good trade off it means it will result in you being unhappy So that is why it is important for us to look after ourselves. Not to the degree of being selfish. Not to the degree of not considering others. But at least to the degree of making sure that our interests are looked after. Our happiness, our emotional being, our emotional health and emotional wealth is being looked after. So many a times you would see that you invariably, unknowingly, ignorantly and foolishly agree to be in a certain way that keeps on causing unhappiness by our loved ones or your loved ones around you always consider that threshold and the pain that you can take but pay attention to your own behavior and if it is something else's wrongdoing which is mostly the case if you are impacted by your loved ones causing unhappiness for you you need to understand that you need to step up You need to find that courage. You need to help yourself. Because if you do not help yourself, who else will? Are you waiting for a Messiah to come? A miracle to happen? Or things to change? Well, good luck with that. I am not saying nothing will happen. Things will happen. Things will move on. But at the same time, the price for waiting would be the additional pain that you will have to go through. So find that courage. Find those people who can give you that courage. Evolve your understanding and know that if you start to act differently, that will start to change things. So that's the fourth factor in understanding why our loved one cause unhappiness and that is in the category of taking for granted. The fifth factor is your silence or inability to say the right things. It is again the continuation of the last factor that we discuss your continued support. Support could be by being vocal or by being silent. We at times consider non-participation is non-alignment. So if some injustice happening and we don't say anything, we think that we are not part of it. But as per the laws of the karma, as per the universal laws, if we stay silent, we are party to that injustice. We are given everything, even if you consider that you don't have anything. Or many things. We all are given everything to raise our voice, to stand up against injustice, to stand up against the malice people giving to you. And if you continue to be silent, you become party to it. And if you don't say the right thing, what are you expecting from people around you? Again, are you waiting for the miracle or Messiah to come or a magic to happen or time to change? You have to find that courage to say things, do things. And the first step could be to start saying something. Start to let other people know where they are wrong, how they are wrong. Or at least let them know you don't like it. You're not being happy about it. I'm not saying you go give lectures to people around you on how unhappy you feel. By all means, you are free to do so. But if you are not able to find courage for that, at least start to let people know that you are not happy. Just simple statement of you saying may start to change people's behavior. So when we stay silent, we give rise to the tendency of other people to start to take you for granted. Either they consider you do not have voice, you do not have a perception, or you do not know any better, or your opinion doesn't matter. And they start taking you for granted. And when they start taking you for granted. They are bound to do things which will cause unhappiness in your life. So that was the fifth factor of why our loved ones cause unhappiness. The next factor is your nature or energy that attracts specific people. No matter how you look at things, I can guarantee and I can assure you that we all are bundle of energies. And the sum of our, our energy, which we typically refer to as paradigm, or in normal world, people refer to as aura, is some of our emotions negative and positive, and some of our interpretations, intentions, perspective, understanding. And based on that, we start to attract specific people. We start to emit that energy in the world. Why do you think you appear attractive to some people and people get attracted to you very easily while others are completely indifferent towards you? They don't even pay attention or don't even consider your existence. It is because of that aura, that energy that we emit. So, what it tells? It tells us that at times we develop those tendencies, those understandings, based on different information, based on the influence, based on the experiences that we had, that we start to become of a kind. And then, when we become of a kind, we start to attract. People in our lives of a kind. So we want to be aware, we want to be mindful of how we feel, what we think, and are we considering everything or not? And seeing those patterns, seeing those repeated actions, seeing those habits, and start to self correct. If you are not able to see those patterns, Take advantage of people around you, maybe your friends, your family members, they can tell you something. And if you do not want to fall into the trap of wrong advice, I would say collect all the information but process information based on its merit. Give them a fair chance, even if something appears to be incorrect. There may be some value in it that may help you in expanding your awareness but pay attention to what you do, how you do and see that your actions are not contributing people to act in a different way because I can assure you when you start to act in a different way, in a new way, people will start to react in a new different way. One example I keep giving in our meetings is when you keep putting oranges you cannot expect any other thing to come out other than oranges, orange juice. If you want apple juice to come out you need to start putting apples and that is exactly what I'm telling you to do. Change your habit if you want different outcome. So that's the sixth aspect that we discussed. The final factor that we are going to talk about today is not seeing your true value. And it is based on or culmination or accumulation of many things. All the other previously discussed factors under this category. Ultimately, we attach value to think everything. Sadly, that's the human tendency. Sadly, that is how we developed our society now. Everything has a perceived value, whether that perceived value is in monetary term, or in emotional term, or in a spiritual or religious term. Everything has a value, because value is something we learned from our childhood to be the key differentiator of understanding what is less important versus what is more important what deserves our more attention, what deserves the rigor, what deserves the commitment versus what does not or as much. So value is something we developed as a tool or as a measure to know how important or less important something is. While we have developed value as a measure by all means in good faith, Are we all looking at that value comprehensively now? Are we looking at value the same way our forefathers, our ancestors defined value to be? Aren't we all saying the values are changing of the society? With time, with technology, with evolution? Something that was valuable for us may not be valuable for us now. Whether you talk about that childhood toy, That you had or you talk about the possession that you had maybe the car or the house that you bought 15-20 years ago or maybe the relationship that you gave so much for when it was new or you received so much when it was new and you do not receive that now because the value has changed value in itself is not a wrong thing i'm not here to bash we associating value to something. Though it is a topic we can discuss. But it is the tendency of we attaching value based on the information that we learn or experiences that we have. And when we start to attach value, we start to attach value based on incorrect, incomplete information. We tend to miss value. If you are on the receiving end of people around you, causing unhappiness to you, you will see that in some way or other, they may not value you as much. They may say so, but then they start acting in the same way. Is value defined by what someone says or is value defined by what someone does? Will the words define the value or will the actions define the value? I leave it to you to decide. No matter what you do, do pay attention to the fact that you need to develop your value. You need to become valuable. I may give you very different example or different answer. It may sound to be disrespectful but understand the value is perceivable. So either you become or increase your value within the same people's eyes, meaning changing their perception, or change the people around you and find people who value you. How far you go, what you do is up to you. What is the price you want to pay or you are ready to pay is up to you, but do pay attention to this human tendency that everything is perceived based on the value. And if you want to get happiness, if you want to be important, if you want people to acknowledge your existence, acknowledge what you bring, appreciate what you are, what you have, you need to increase your value. And before you do so, I would humbly Request you to increase your value in your own eyes. You got to value yourself more before you ask others to value you more. You need to be able to appreciate yourself. And that is where selfishness is not bad. Well, that is where self love is not bad. Everything has good and bad. That is a good side of being selfish. That is a good side of being. Self-consumed. Love yourself. Love what you have. Do not expect something that you don't have. Do not expect you to have something which is out of this world, which is an unrealistic expectation. And start to love yourself. Start to see what you have. Everyone is unique. We all have all the ingredients we ever need to be unique and special. You just need to find your speciality. You just need to find why you're special. And the tool to do that is self-study. Study yourself. Study your soul. Start to pay attention. Be aware. Be conscious. Be mindful. Start to spend time with yourself. Not doing anything. Not with technology. Not with nature. Not with sitting idle. But with yourself, not daydreaming or imagining or visualizing, but just seeing who you are, how you are and what you bring. And when you start to appreciate yourself, you will see that people around you start to appreciate you as well. So that's the seventh factor today of why people around us cause unhappiness because they don't see our value. So we discussed seven different factors under the category of taking for granted. So we started discussing with first human tendency of not acknowledging the freely available. Second, we discuss wrong understanding based on the heightened expectations. Third, we discuss your own past actions and patterns. Fourth, your continued support. 5th, your silence or inability to say the right thing. 6th, your nature or energy that attracts specific people. and 7th, not seeing your true value. If you pay attention to all these seven factors under the category of taking for granted, you will see that you will start to move away from a subject to unhappiness. Or a subject to being taken for granted. Or, or of people not seeing your true value. If you work on these factors, these aspects, you will see that people will not take you for granted. So with that, we have come to the end of today's episode. In the next episode, we are going to talk about The fourth factor for why our loved one cause unhappiness and that is universal laws. We're going to talk about some of the universal laws, why people act or react in a different way, what are some of those laws in place and why things happen. Till then, I wish you all the best on your recovery to finding happiness. Take care. You are listening to the Spiritual Circle Podcast that was brought to you by The Circle a non-profit community of people who care. You can reach us at the-circle.org that is the-circle.org You are encouraged to join our group meetings, participate in these discussions and help others with your contributions. As a token to support our free efforts to the community, you are requested to help us by supporting and subscribing to our podcast and sharing the podcast with others. There's a topic, question or suggestion you have in mind? Write to us and we will try to address it in our upcoming podcast. Signing off with the blessings of success, love, happiness and peace of your mind for your life. Namaskar.